Sabrina Alkire joins us today, and we needed to improvise just a little bit. We had a, a big giant snowstorm in Oklahoma um, on the eve of the eve of New Year's Eve, <laughs> something like that. So you'll hear a little bit of an audio difference. But uh, Sabrina, um, great, great person to uh, talk to and hope you enjoy. So I grew up in originally from California. Um, parents have always been super hippie, open to everything. Um, we moved to Oklahoma, um, and in 2018, I was already currently an insurance agent. Um, in March, I was told that my brain tumor that I've had for just straight chilling for 10 years went active. Um, so in that term, it basically started producing a shit ton of cortisol and prolactin, and it was attached to my pituitary gland, which controls your endocrine system, which for girls is is basically everything we're made of. Um, And so at that point, they, of course, we tried, you know, attempted to go through insurance for radiation, all this stuff. Um, I ended up being picked up um, as basically a case study um, through a hospital in Tulsa, and I won't name their names because they did something totally illegal to benefit me later. But um, they ended up treating me, and I got three rounds of chemo, and I was just having really, really bad side effects. Um, so prior to that, I had never never touched cannabis, never done, you know, anything like that. But I was completely open to it just because that's how I was raised. Um, and so in 2018, before the bill passed, I was starting to get really sick, and CBD Plus ended up um, reaching out and saying to come see them that they were willing to help out. So I sat with um, PJ James and uh, Ryan Feist, and they went over all of their products, how to consume um, CBD, everything like that. They showed me all the little devices. There was Crumble CBD Crumble at the time. You know, it was it was they had everything. So at that point, I mean, it seriously was my first door into cannabis and. Had they not taken the time to do that, like I didn't able to do this, approach it on my own. Um, so they sat with me, showed me everything. And then um, later that year, um, I think I was on treatment number two at the time. Um, the doctor that was treating me, the main one, gave me an unmarked vial and said, take this. And because I was having such bad reactions. And we were in a hospital that was pretty... It was majority cancer patients, and they were all discussing cannabis at the time because that's what was happening, and that's why a lot of the patients there that were I was surrounded around were actually coming into the state specifically because of the cannabis bill that was on, you know, ready to pass. Um, and so that was neat. And so I ended up going from 14 medications to it was helping my nausea. I'm sorry, I think your phone cut out there. You went from 14 medications to what now? To six, between six and seven. Wow. Wow. And how long did that take? That was within two weeks. Wow. Yes. So, and all the medication was doing was, I mean, it was just trying to combat me so I could actually, you know, because I am a single mom with two small children, um, and I worked full time. So I only missed uh, three days of work, I want to say, that entire year. And I was going through three rounds of chemo. So because of that, yeah, the side effects were horrendous. 
But because of the THC and the CBD and everything like that, it cut down my nausea. It was, you know, I was dizzy every morning. It was went away with that. Um, I didn't get the the mouth sores that people talk about with chemo. I got it with my first round, and I didn't get it again. Yeah. So, I mean, that was my first experience with cannabis. And, I mean, since then, I've had a couple more medical stuff that's come up that we treated with it. Um, but that was my first door into it. And so I was I was in remission in December of 2018, and that's why I completely changed my, how I did business. Um, so I basically I went from being a regular generic home and auto insurance agent to now being a full-blown cannabis agent. Um, I studied the forms. I met with a grower named um, Hugh Muser um, at the time, and he basically took four hours of his day, explained everything start to finish, how to grow, what it involves, um, everything, you know, every little tiny bit of the industry and, you know, what uh, what a processor is, what they do, what are the extraction methods, everything. So I actually became, had an upper hand on other insurance agents because of the community honestly just taking me in from day one. Right. So now it's my way of paying back, I feel. Like the plant gave me my life back. And so it's my turn to now, you know, fix the insurance laws um, <laughs> that are, you know, against, you know, the yeah. industry. Rates, you know, everything like that. So that's why I'm yeah. here now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we keep uh, coming up with a, with a couple little phone uh, issues there, but uh, – but. Anyway, um, I, I, I really the the your first uh, your first ability to use cannabis and start using cannabis as medicine um, is intriguing, and you know it's uh, it, to me uh, we here Josh and I have heard and uh, that you know a lot of it has to do with the maintenance the maintenance of you know after your chemo or after your treatment for whatever ailment it is. Um, And then like you talking about, you know, your, your appetite and things like that, you need things for your body to heal itself. And, and, and what you did was, I want to point that out is that you took cannabis and you allowed your body to open itself up and heal itself. Absolutely. I mean, and chemo, I mean, has a full reign of things that does to you. I mean, and mine was targeted to my brain. So, I mean, obviously, you know, the migraines were significant. But on top of that, you get skin changes. Um, I mean, I had, like, peeling skin. And so, like, you know, even the topicals at that point come in handy because you're so inflamed. And, I mean, even, like, the spray, the CBD spray, because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come in a cream form. There's no, like, cross-contamination, anything like that. So there's safe options and the inflammation, all the benefits to CBD on those topicals, like, that saved my skin. Like, you would have no idea of the skin issues that I had going through chemo, you know, had I not had those options. Right. And and I think that's a good point that your journey in, I mean, specifically kind of brings up is how you attack, how you approach this was, I mean, you did with you know, using several different products, layering, you know, you were talking about concentrates with CBD in them. I mean, I think that says a lot about, you know, 
and I'm glad that our listeners are going to be able to hear that, is that you do sometimes when you're dealing with something so serious as you were, that you do kind of have to hit this on all fronts. Um, well, yeah, and that goes with anything. I mean, my son, um, I don't know if Deline, um, our mutual friend, told you, but um, my son was nonverbal um, until about a year and a half ago, and we treated him with CBD isolate. And I didn't give up. We did full spectrum CBD isolate, and he became raging and violent. And so it's like, don't give up because one part of the plant didn't work. And so there, there, there are varieties and options out there. And yes, it may seem excessive from an outsider point of view, but that's because they're not into it. They're not involved enough. They don't care enough to do the research. But it's like they, we, and then we have people who are coming in that the lack of education out there is just, is disheartening. And so we have, you have to realize how many options there are out there and to not give up. And just because option A and B didn't work doesn't mean that C isn't going to change your life. Right. And, and, you know, and this industry is young. So, right. so I mean, you know, I, I mean, I think you make a great point is that we do have to stick with this. I mean, there is years of research and development still yet to come with something. And when you're talking about cannabinoid and turpin combinations, I mean, the possibilities are kind of endless. Right. Well, I mean, and not only that, uh, we'll be, we, we'll be talking about much more than that in right. the future. You know, those, 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 ter- that terminology will at some point vanish as, right. you know, other terminology. But, well, yeah, and we're yeah, with the terminology part of it, but then we'll also hit with the stigma of it. Right. You know, especially with exactly. pregnant women in cannabis use and um, adolescents in cannabis use. So we're, we're double hit with, we need education, but then we also have to break the stigma so we can have the education behind yeah, yeah. it. And then, but we have, we have, we need the education to break the stigma, you know? So it's, yeah. it's a battle. Yeah. You've got so many people out there that are listening to people, you know, spouting out, Hey, you got to get educated. It's like, where do we, okay. Educate me. Right. I want to get educated. Where do I get educated? Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I get it. Um, but 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 you're out there and you're and you're with your business now. You're able to educate in your own way. And well, and yeah, and that's why I you know, and I'm I've been doing it now you know two and a half years on the cannabis front of the insurance thing, and it's all automated nowadays. So I spend my time. You know, I was at the Capitol a couple of weeks ago, um, doing that meeting, and then I can spend my time you know changing the insurance regulations, which doesn't make me any money. You know what I mean? But it's like, this is important stuff to me. And so it's the stuff behind the scenes that I'm now able to do um, because now I've been doing it so long. Everything's automated. Everything's, you know, online submissions, you know, everything like that. So now I can spend the time doing the education part, which is and so important and where my, you know, it's my baby, you know. So it's allowing me to free up time not only to do what I love professionally, but now go into the education front and, you know, have the moms contact me with other sons that are very similar to my son's story or other patients saying, hey, Sabrina, I know your story. Where do I start? Not the majority of the messages and stuff I get. It's like, how do I get started? Where, what, you know, and unfortunately, you know, every dispensary is not an educational dispensary. And so by having those contacts, like you need to know which ones are going to actually spend time with these people and, you know, have the education, the resources and how, that care enough about these patients to do that. Yeah, we need, I guess one would call them pillars. Uh, and, you know, without widgets, 
you know, a world without widgets and trinkets and things, but knowledge and, and real people that are in this in this industry that are stepping up and that are well educated with zero agenda other than helping people. Right. And that you know, I I get that. I love it. Right. I appreciate that. Right. Uh, uh, that coming from you and other people as well. So um so you went from there to uh I mean didn't you have you had another tumor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so once you have an autoimmune disorder you're kind of prone to everything under the sun. Um and especially since mine was attached to my pituitary gland, um my growth system ended up not pleased. I had my thyroid removed, um my I had endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, all of that. Um so in it was probably July, June or July of this year. Um, I started just feeling just not me. Something was off. I'm pretty in tune with my body. I don't take, you know, any medication besides my thyroid. Um, and so I was, I went to the doctor. They couldn't find my blood work showed off, but it's been off because of, you know, chemo and damage to my body. Um, and so my body was still recovering from that episode. So they can't really target it. And then I started getting, uh, multiple, periods during the month. So I went to see my OBGYN, who unfortunately I hadn't been, so this is another shout-out to see your OBGYN. Um, so I went to see him, and they discovered I had a lemon-sized tumor inside of my ovary. Um, so it was basically I blacked out at the wheel driving um, one day, one afternoon. I was, you know, so lethargic. It was just affecting my overall health. Um, the doctor said, typically tumors, you know, they, they go away, you know, we'll, let's give it 30 days because we're on a COVID lockdown. No surgeries are being able to have happen right now. Um, so I waited the three days I had it and had grown. But in that meantime, I was still suffering from all the pain and the cramping and the couldn't sleep and missing more work than I did even when I had, you know, the brain tumor. Um, so I was trying RSO. I was trying, you know, edibles, I was trying everything to conquer that pain without having to resort to opioids. Um, so I ended up seeing Jeremy Dedman with Paragon Extracts, and he um, came up with a suppository, vaginal suppository for me. And we, of course, had to go through different milligrams of what was effective. That was the only thing that touched the pain at all. Um, so without him, there's no way I could make it through that month. So once again, community coming around people, helping each other out, finding, you know, using the education that, you know, plan A and B might not work, but once again, going to plan C and it can work. And sure. so he, yeah, so I made it through that month, ended up growing, ended up having a full-blown hysterectomy. Um, after that, I was on painkillers for two or three days, and then I said, no, I'm not doing this. Um, so that's when Silverleaf stepped up, and they ended up delivering to my house um, CBD. Um, it was by the brand Trokey, and they came by, and I started using it just on my wounds alone. I didn't have any pain at all from the hysterectomy. It was all just, you know, superficial wound pain. Mm. And so, yeah, with that CBD, once again, CBD doesn't always have to be THC. Um, so with that CBD, I was able to, you know, I was, I made my website, designed my website, designed my whole entire automation system. I was, you know, still writing business. I had one of the busiest months while in bed 
you know? <laughs> so it was just like one of, the, one of those things where it's just like, this will still allow me to function and not be a zombie from the, you know, from the pharmacy drugs that they were trying to get me to yeah. spray on. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You know, I've been on the other end of that. Sure. Um, you know, after a dental surgery, and I didn't want to do shit. Right. I'll, yeah, I will. I, I would hate. I, I didn't want to say it, but I mean, I've had ailments that were far less extensive than what you yeah. know either one of you were talking about. <laughs> that I was kind of you know incapacitated from what I was taking sure. to manage it and. To hear that is like I'm just sitting here with my mouth open. I'm like, she did what <laughs> after <laughs> surgery? What? <laughs> that, and that's why I think we confuse our body is so much stronger than we give it credit for, sure. and we don't need these, you know, excessive amounts of, you know, drugs pumped into us. Like we can handle it. We just have to get the right mentality. And if we're if we're walking into something, you know, thinking like, okay, this is it. This is going to be easy if I just take this pill and this pill, and it's going to be done. And you know. So I was, I mean, they gave me a six-week recovery. I was right. secretly back at work at week three. Right. I, I really admire that, and I understand what you're saying there, you know, about, like, digging in. People, you know, you have to dig in sometimes in your life, and, um, and you have to, you know, like we've talked before, making decisions of whether or not to move forward. Right. And, um, you know, this is a very powerful example of of taking that um, and and moving forward and not allowing um, things to take over you or well or and especially when you've had gone through chemo your organs are already very sensitive and have yeah. been through a lot I mean it takes a lot for your body to process that poison so you have to be careful of you know even antibiotics you know anything like that that's running through your system you have to be very careful of what you're putting in because we want to age. I want my body to be able to fight if it needs to fight again, you know. And so by putting in pharmaceutical drugs, I'm, it's processing through organs that are already on its way out. So I'm trying to maintain, you know, some kind of respect to my organs. And so natural is, for me, it's like, okay, you got to just man up. Like, let's do this. And so, well, you know, between the man, man up and the psychological part of it, and then it not only does cannabis help, you know, you psychologically go through that kind of experience, it's helping you also physically. Right. Yeah, and, you know, call it man up, call it whatever you want. People dig deep and they find something, whatever that is, and they, and they, and you, and you're right, you can. There is a reason why, whatever. Uh, I was a kid. Somebody used to tell me, "You can sleep when you die. Get up." <laughs> 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 oh, thanks, Dad. Right. <laughs> well, and you know, and two, uh, I think, you know, I, I read something the other day, and and it's funny that I read it before talking to you, Sabrina, because when I hear your story, it's something that I was reminded about, and it, it said basically people have such a hard time with cannabis as a medicine because it also makes you feel good. Right. And that's the story. God you, forbid we let us feel good. Well, that, I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> when you're talking about pharmaceuticals, you you know, and you're talking about side effects, I hate, one, I hate the word side effects because really it's just our body's natural way of rejecting something. 
I mean, solid, right? I never thought you know, about that way, right? And, and so that that's the thing. That's the way I look at it. And so I think something that people struggle with is because we've gone our entire lives that we think every time we're taking something to fix something, that something else has to break, right? In order to get there. Well, what I hear about your journey with cannabis, and I know it's not everyone's journey with it, is kind of more than just what you were going through physically got better and you were allowed to focus on all points of your life. So as opposed to being in a bed that were just, you know, debilitated by opioids and laying there and sleeping 12, 14 hours out of the day, you made the most of the little spot you were in. And if you could be on the computer, you were going to be on it because you were functional and you were present. And to me, it just... I like the way you medicate it because, it, to me, it sounds like a new era of medicating. Right. One and where you, I don't... You're not, I obviously wasn't at the gym working out, you know what I mean? Sure. But I was still benefiting my life. I was still present in my children's life. I, you know, I was still able to be the mom and not the zombie, you know? And I still got my kids at 5 p.m., you know, when it was time to get them. They were dropped off at my house, and I was still cooking dinner. I was still being mom. I was able to for their life not to change. Right. And their life not would have that, changed if you, I was on pharmaceuticals. You were you were able to be present, not just functioning for them and right. taking care of them. You were there. Right. You were yourself, like you were talking about before. Yeah. And, and I have an assistant. Zombie. I could have right. totally pawned it off on her and said, here's the boat. Here, you, you run this ship today. I mean, I let her and I trust her 100%. She did it while I was, and then I just, you know, I was functioning and I was able to, so why not? And so, I mean, it was a really cool experience to, you know, I was getting disheartened because RSO seems to be the answer a lot of the times for everything that's severe like that. Um, And it wasn't working. And so at that point, like your mental you you start questioning, like, okay, like, what's wrong with me? Do I need to change back? Am I doing the right thing for me? And so, you know, once again, you know, I have people, a good enough tribe around me to be like, Sabrina, there's other options. Like, and because, you know, I'm still new, I'm only two and a half years of even knowing the plant, you know? And so that's still new to me. And so by, by having people around me of resources like that, I mean, it's, it saved me and having not giving up. And even when you get in that mental rut of, you know, there's, there's still options. And so RSO may have not been the thing for me. And it's not always the last resort is RSO and RSO doesn't have to be the, you know, the only thing that is for cancer patients. Right. Well, and again, I think, I mean, that, and that's why, uh, you know, I pointed out earlier to me, your journey is a different way of looking at medicine. It's, you know, it's not, well, RSO worked for these five people. Well, it has to work for you, Sabrina. Well, it didn't. So now we're moving on and we're looking for option, like you said earlier, option C. Right. We've got to look for option C and option D. And to me, that's what I've always loved about cannabis is the versatility of the plant. Mm-hmm. How it works so different for, you know, person A versus person B. And you yeah. type in cancer in Google search and all you're reading is FICO yeah. and RSO. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Well, if Google says it or if Facebook says it, that's all there is. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, the other thing, too, I um, that I wanted to ask, I 
think that with your, after the surgery and everything, the CBD really tackled something that was your body needed, which was an anti-inflammatory more than a painkiller. Oh, absolutely, especially when it's in your abdomen. I mean, you you get blown up in that surgery. Gas gets pumped into your body. You're uncomfortable. You're inflamed. I mean, I have six holes in my body from hysterectomy, you know. And so it was just, at that point, it was most majority was inflammation and wound, you know, the wound pain. And that was it. And had I not known that it was just wound pain, I would have kept popping those pills. I had no idea where the pain was coming from. All I knew was it was in my abdomen. Right. That's um, that's interesting, and you know, it always interests me. Uh, it, it, I don't know why I asked. It's so naive of me, but why couldn't that have been found sooner? Whenever the other things were happening, um, you know, was that just not looked at at all or is that I mean yeah they because they automatically assumed because I had a brain tumor prior they automatically had just assumed and they, so they, they, they blamed what? every I'm sorry your phone broke up again um, had I not had the brain tumor they may have found it earlier but because I had the brain tumor prior that was basically the scapegoat to mess right. up blood work that was the scapegoat mm-hmm. to everything else shutting down um, and so they just basically put it off on that. So we have no idea how long this tumor was there, you know, anything like that. I mean, it took two months to even find the thing. Right. And so once they found that, that was just Eureka. We found it, and that's what we're going with. Right. Right. Well, I mean, it was like, okay, well, if it doesn't shrink within 30 days, then this guy needs to come out because he's going to rupture your ovary, and you may not survive that. Um, and so I, I mean, I... Not even like all jokes. I went to the attorney. I planned out my estate, where my kids were going, like oh, everything. No. Like I thought this was the one that was going to take me out because the doctor said, I mean, if it ruptures, I mean, what are you spreading into your body if it ruptures during surgery? Um, yeah. And then if you know, when you're basically an open hole down there. I mean, it's connected to so many organs. You're just basically flooding whatever is inside that tumor inside your entire body. Um, And then if it ruptures your ovary, I mean, your ovary can burst, and, I mean, you can bleed internally, everything. So, I mean, there was so much risk just waiting that 30 days out. And once again, it's not all physical. You know, um, it's a a lot mental game. So you have survivor's guilt that I got from 2018 incident of why did I live and people who have, you know, you know, way easier things aren't surviving, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you go through that mentality. And so there's a lot of PTSD that comes through beating that kind of thing. And then to have it diagnosed that much sooner after that was another just mind game. And so being able to treat not only the physical part, but the mental part with the same plant is incredible. Yeah, that's got to be just, I, I couldn't, that, a mountain after a mountain, you know? Right. That's, and that's what was the most daunting part of your story was, you know, I heard all of the physical stuff that it was the timeline. I was like, man, life is whipping the hell out of her. You right. Know? Within a two year, but I sure. was placed in the right industry. Yeah. Right. I was brought to the industry. They opened up day one. Nobody has ever rejected me or not considered me a part of this industry. Right. And so, so I mean, I was, I, I silver lining all freaking around. Yeah. And my kids, well, I mean, they were in 2018. They were four and five. 
at the time. I mean, I'm a single mom. They're, they're, I don't know where their daddy is. You know, so it's just like I, I was it. And so if that plant wasn't had been there, I mean, they would either have a zombie mom or no mom. Or, you know what I mean? So it's just like it's been so important to me for their sake to be normal and to be their mom. Right. And it's, it's, uh, if you could... If you could say that, if you could say something like that to someone, a naysayer, a mother, um, and explain to them, this is why, um, you know, this this is wrong for this to be even looked at as being illegal or have access to, what would you say? I think you have to... Put your presence that you you have to show value in your own life, and you have to look at: Am I willing to take the chance? You know, to put your politics aside, put all of that aside. Am I willing to give somebody a chance that statistically cannot does not harm me? Am I willing just to give it a go for them? Let me try. Let me see if I can actually be attentive, still a mother not have them see the ugly side of cancer, is it worth it? Because you can go into cancer and say, okay, let me, I trust my doctors, they're going to get this through. But you still have the, you know, the negative word side effects of your body rejecting everything it's pumping into you. And so are you willing to step back and just give it a try? I mean, it can't harm you, but you need to put your children and how they view you and what you want them to see. I don't want my children's view of me to be their mom in bed, you know, trying to fight a battle. I want to be fighting the battle and giving an example to them of how they can live while they fight. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. I mean, and I love that. I mean, it is, it's about what your kids see. That's really what matters. I don't don't care. Don't have taken me out. Right. For those of you that don't have children, you know, there are people, special people in your life, or there, you know, yourself. Do this, do something for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. care for yourself. This is, this is a very, very important thing. And, you know, we talk about side effects and all of this stuff, and I don't necessarily consider all side effects bad. Uh, I believe that we are almost at a point we're all going to be able one day to see the positive side effects of cannabis. Well, and most of the side effects come, the negative side effects come from misdosing. And obviously, again, lack of education. So, no, I mean, you might have side effects. Even with CBD, you might have side effects because you're not taking the right dose or you're not taking the right kind. You know, so there are these things. But once again, it's just finding your right milligram, finding your sweet spot, you know, all of that. And so... There isn't the negative side effects. It's just because you're, you might be doing it wrong. You might need to try a different form, or you might need to try a lower or higher form. And so uh, there's no there's no right until you feel right. And, I mean, it, it's just – and being able to empower yourself like that, like you were mentioning, I mean, I moved it into all aspects of my life. You know what I mean? I grew my business 75% this year. I just had my review. 75% I, I grew this year. And I honestly think it's because I gained enough confidence to through those fights to be who I am and to know I'm so secure with what I do and why I do it. 
And so I think that 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 confidence of being able to fight something naturally like that, I think it spreads just into so many other aspects of your life. Right. Well, and, you know, earlier when I I mentioned, um, and just so our listeners know, we're on a call with Sabrina, but earlier when I mentioned that it kind of felt like that timeline had kind of whipped the hell out of you, when you said but this community brought me into it. I did. I could not see you, but I could tell that your chest stuck out a little bit when you said it. Right. <laughs> because I mean that. So so just so you know, I mean I feel that confidence, and I and I and I know how that overflows and kind of spills over into other aspects of your life because you do when you feel like you've got something right or you're on the right path. There's a domino effect to it. So it's awesome to hear that in your voice and to hear the pride that you have in being part of this Oklahoma community and the the pride that you have in fighting the stigma for something that's helped you well, so much in the well, people. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, look at, you don't, you don't come across an insurance agent that's fully tattooed with pink hair. <laughs> right. All right, let's be honest here. Okay. So I, you know, part of it is successful just because I can grow on a, go on a grow in the middle of, you know, Woodward and not get, you know, shot or looked at, you know? And so if an IRS looking kind of insurance agent showing up, they're not going to be approached the same. Um, and so, you know, it becomes a lot of, you know, appearance and how accepting I am also to the community too. And so trying to fix the stigma, I serve on the board, um, for young agents in, uh, Oklahoma. And so I, it's just changing the stigma from what other insurance agents also think about the community. They don't care that they're getting charged these astronomical rates on insurance. That's their commission. That's their bottom yeah. dollar. That's how they're making money. Exactly. And yeah. so it's like then nobody's fighting the fight because they don't care. And so it's like, you know, having me, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of trying to approach for work comp to get the rates down lower because uh, edibles company, nerding out for a second, an edibles company for work comp pays about a dollar eighty per hundred they spend in payroll. Okay, a lab that has butane and fire is no. Okay, an edibles company is paying three dollars and eighty two cents. A lab with butane is only paying a dollar eighty. <laughs> so wow. they're messed Ooh. up because yeah. <laughs> they don't understand. Yes, exactly. And so they don't understand. So me having to go to a national level on my own time, fighting these timelines, fighting the red tape, fighting, you know, male, pale, and old, you know what I mean? It's just like it's hard in getting these changes to happen and to somebody to care as much as I do with insurance. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And and it, it, I, I I just keep picturing like the the commercial. What what are you doing on the phone? You know, right. the, 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 the dude on the, it's the, me behind the fucking phone. Well, no, no longer yeah. talking to Sabrina. My friend Carrie made a meme. It's like so. your insurance agent versus my insurance agent, and it has like some old man as your insurance agent, and then me as their insurance agent. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, or, or I definitely shows, stand out to the pad at the insurance convention. Yeah, or it shows like you know you, your own commercial, and it it shows someone talking about their cancer chemo and everything, and then it shows you all padded up and been there, been there, done that whole thing, <laughs> seen it, covered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then smash cut. 
quickly to uh, all the the old school insurance guys banging their hands on the desk going, "Damn it, I hate her." Yeah. I know. How does she do it? The devil's yeah. wedding. Uh, well, that's the other part of it. I get. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh my god! Like, they're like insurance agents aren't educated enough to write these policies correctly, and so they're writing them as whatever they think is closest to it. So a meat deli seemed as close to a dispensary as he could find. So he wrote it as a meat deli. Wow! It's boggling. Wow. So yeah, that's 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 uh, that's quite interesting. So. Um, I've seen some dispensaries that were set up similar to meat delis. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, he's weighing things out. <laughs> right. GMO is not a different term for Reuben. Sorry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I said, I see the similarities, but I think there could have been a little more research done. On yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the problem is that you have to, you need to go to somebody that actually understands and that, like I said before, I mean, this is why I think I have the upper hand because I genuinely care enough to do my research of how to protect these entities properly. Right. Well, like I said before, you know, we we need some we need people like you that um, you know stand tall, taller than you know, to look out for you know for those types of things and and be able to let people know um, you know that those are out there and educate us. Right. Well, like so, I mean, and you know, like we mentioned before, with the new industry, you know, people like you are. You, James mentioned earlier, pillars. I mean, we have to have people like you. So, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for, you know, doing what you do for the cannabis community and giving back, which is something that we hear on here all the time. Is, you know, nobody in the Oklahoma cannabis community takes their lessons and just goes home. No. Uh, and I, I loved it. Again, you're just, you know, you're one of those stories that you weren't just going to take what it did for you and just leave it at that. You felt, you know, a responsibility and a calling to spread what you had learned, and you're still doing that. So thank you, more importantly, for doing that. You know, this is my this is my life, professionally, home, personally, everything. Like, it's full-blown now me. And, you know, three years ago, I, you know, didn't even know, you know, what a terpene was. So... It is. It's incredible. Yeah. Imagine three years from now. Right. Uh, Never stop learning. Exactly. Well, Sabrina, how how can uh, people find you, follow you? Yeah. Um. So Instagram is 420 Insurance Lady. Uh, Facebook. I have put a lot on my personal page. My personal page is really for clients and my market. Um. So you can follow me, Sabrina Alkire. Um. And then I also have a website, 420insurancelady.com. Um, I'm in every state nationally now, except for New York. Awesome. Well done. That is awesome. I, yeah. I love that you're spreading your knowledge even outside of Oklahoma. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's neat to see other markets and just to embrace how, yes, our market it can be crazy at times, but we are we are lucky. And to be able to compare it to other markets and see it daily, other markets in other states, it's we're, we we are very blessed here. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Sure. Josh, any uh, New Year's? No, just uh, as always, stay medicated, take care of each other, folks. Um, we made it. We're making it yeah. in 2020. I mean, this is this <laughs> this show, as people 
Well, hopefully we'll be listening to it, not just Sabrina. Sabrina, you're not going to listen to your own show. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, this will be on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And so really, really uh, want to put out a very, very, very heartfelt, from me personally, from deep, deep within my soul, a good damn bye. <laughs> and I am ready like you all to move on. Absolutely. And so um, uh, I'm, I see a light. I see a light. And I'm going to run for it. Yeah. I hope you all run for it with me. Yeah, I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. Thank you, for being on Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Take care of each other out there, folks. James, love you. Have a happy 2021. All right. Thanks, Sabrina. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Love you.